0: my podcast the life of a young struggling schizophrenic and let me tell you right now i'm definitely struggling definitely struggling right now um i struggle with like i said depression anxiety suicidal ideation And I think what's causing my low vibration feelings or low energy feelings or just my negativity and not feeling the best is not having sleep. Um, Last night I had to go to the ER because I'm having issues. I guess if this is a place to get open and honest on, that's what it's for, is I have a prolapsed rectum and have had it for a while, and it's just horrible. Uh, So I went to the ER last night, and I sat there all night, and I didn't get any sleep, so I've been awake for today's day two. I know that's not a lot, but apparently it's taking its toll on my mental health and my well-being. Uh, About the... Issues, I finally got scheduled for a consultation with a surgeon to get it all taken, or at least to start Feeling like I'm making progress To getting it taken care of after I've talked to so many doctors and Had so many issues concerning it For about a year or two now But I'm getting these feelings in these thoughts just that like i'm not good enough that i'm letting somebody down or myself um i'm i i don't know what to say or how to say it maybe i'm going through a spiritual awakening maybe i'm just crazy and draw connections where there aren't any Maybe, I don't know, maybe, I just don't know. What I do know is that when I've been awake, I'm assuming this is the cause, but I begin to hear voices, which I haven't been hearing on my meds and regular sleep schedule or irregular, but more regular than it had been or it was last night. I didn't hear any voices, and now I'm hearing voices, I'm having delusions, or I, I guess you could call them delusions, but they're not. I see the lines, and there's, they're not phallic lines. There's no fallacy in this logic to me. But then I tell myself that there is a fallacy, and that it's delusional. Um, I feel like that comes from my last partner, often using my schizophrenia as a way out, or as the whipping boy. And if something went wrong, or something happened that he didn't want, or he messed up, or somebody messed up against me, he would say, oh no, it's just your schizophrenia. And I would argue and argue, and everybody else would just eventually say, yes, it's your schizophrenia. So I've been told it's my schizophrenia, and I started to believe it. But then later on down the road, they would admit that it wasn't, and I was right all along. And let me tell you, that is detrimental. That enough is a that alone is enough to drive a person to insanity death even though it might have been easier at the time to blame it on my schizophrenia it planted more doubt than I already have it's hard enough to distinguish or try to what's real and what's not what's logic and delusion And then second-guessing that, and then second-guessing the second-guess. Without somebody telling you a flat-out lie. Because now I don't know. I don't know if I can believe anybody who says it's just my schizophrenia. I don't know if I can believe myself. I can't believe myself. But I can't believe anybody else. When I first moved to Washington... I was outside one night in a man that some may consider like scary looking just older pale maybe not a man maybe not even real walked by the bus stop that I was seeking shelter in for the night and told me two things remember they can't see you in the bus stops. And trust no one. Now, the fact that he said trust no one after he said they can't see you in the bus stops I means should I trust him? But there's a level of Trusting somebody without precedence. I have found that in the bus stop, they can't see me. People on, I'm guessing, I'm still figuring it out. This is a hypothesis, this is uh, just what I've worked out so far. In the bus stop, people on this realm seem to be able to see me. But... Maybe the spirits can't. Or maybe there's some sort of level of protection within the bus stop. I don't know if that's for everybody. I don't know if that's for me or a certain group of people. But I know the voices dim down when I'm under a bus shelter. I know that some things I just. It, it feels true and it has for the last four or five years I've lived here. There's some other crazy bus story stuff, or uh, bus shelter stories and stuff that I could tell. But we won't get into that right now because I don't understand it. I don't understand most of what's going on, most of what's happening. And I'm told nothing's going on, nothing's happening. But is that true? No, there's plenty going on and plenty happening one group will say the same thing that happens, that a different group will say a completely different thing because it's perspective and their truth. But what's the true truth? And that's what I wanna know. That's what I'm trying to figure out and it's hard, it's difficult. Because when I think of schizophrenia, It's voices, hearing things, seeing things, delusions, feeling things sometimes. But what if those things just aren't accepted by the status quo? So they label it as schizophrenia. And I'm struggling (sighs) understanding If this is or is not, because I've got the professionals telling me it's schizophrenia. Medications. Therapy. There goes a spider crawling across the windshield of the car I'm sitting in for quietness. It's the same looking kind of spider that I saw the other night when I was sitting in here talking to somebody. I heard spiders are supposed to mean good luck. I don't know. I find that spiders and bugs tend to... On some days, they draw near me. Some days, they go away from me. Some days, I'm afraid of them. Some days, I'm not. But... What I was saying is... The schizophrenia, what if it's not a mental illness? That spider is creeping me out kind of is, I don't know. <coughs> <coughs> but what if it's not mental illness? And what if it's spiritual? Because everybody claims that I know That we live in a spiritual world That we're more than just human But is that us just oh, I can't even say that anymore I can't say that is that us just trying to make ourselves feel better Because no it is not I know this for a fact There are spirits, there are entities I might not know What they serve or what purpose they are Or good nor evil But I know they're there And I know they're real I posted on my Facebook. Uh, let me pull it up real quick to get it verbatim. But it's something that is so true. Once your eyes have seen, you can never reverse it. Or can you? Is ignorance bliss? If I know not what hunts at night, I cannot fear it. Does that leave me protected or clueless? I have a couple different thoughts on that. If you know what's out there, these entities that intend harm, you can defend against it. But then you're so wary and so weary. Of stressing about how they can get you and how they can harm you and how they can take you. And misuse you and abuse you. That you fret and it lessens your quality of life. But you can defend against it or try to. or You can do the best that you think you can or you know how to. Or you can seek help. But who says anybody will help you with your best interests in mind? Or if you don't know about them and you wander through the night without knowledge of them being there, or even the day without knowledge of them being there, you're stressless. Well, maybe not stressless, but you have no stress to your knowledge dealt by that. It's a coincidence. It's this happened for some odd reason. I don't know why. I don't care why. Ignorance is bliss. The fool in tarot I'm I'm realizing this that is the definition of the fool your zero card the beginning of the major arcana is the fool ignorance is bliss and the fool goes on in his journey not knowing what to expect Wow, it makes me want to look, I don't have a tarot deck on me right now, but it makes me wonder if there's a correlation from the Fool, the beginning of your spiritual awakening to the last card. I'm so unmemorized. I can't even tell you what the last card of the Major Arcana is. What a shame. But I'm wondering if there's a correlation between zero to one to two to three and up. Is it like zero, you're you're the fool, it began. To the world, I believe is the last card of the major arcana. And that's what you understand at the end of your spiritual journey. I'll have to look into that and get back to you. That's another thing I'm dealing with in my life at this moment is I was raised in a Christian home. I believe the church we attended was the fundamental independent Bible-based Baptist church. So I guess strict. Witchcraft was a no-no. Any of that was a no-no. Was it... So I... I have split beliefs. I believe that God is real. As of yet on my journey... I have not seen God. I have not heard God. But maybe it's because I have not sought Him out. And then I believe in witchcraft. And I believe in... Like tarot I believe in all these things that God according to what I my understanding that was taught to me is wrong and I believe both things at the same time and it's maybe it's because I'm a Gemini in that duality and seeing every side of the coin because even a coin has more than two sides oh believe me that It has 50 jillion frickin' sides. As long as you can see them. And then is that a phallic logic? To say that? Is it a fallacy to say? Fallacy is a big fancy word for wrong thinking. An error in the thought process. Look it up, I... I don't have the brain power to remember it right now but it's it's pretty much like there's a fallacy in your logic there's an error but what if now i have to explain it so a plus b equals c oh uh, let me look it up Thank goodness for the internet, because I can't remember anything. An example of a fallacy. People have been trying for centuries to prove that God exists, but no one has yet been able to prove it. Therefore, God does not exist. (sighs) This is the first one that popped up on Google. Here's an opposing argument that commits the same fallacy. People have been trying for years to prove that God does not exist, but no one has yet been able to prove it, therefore God exists. In each case, the arguer tries to use the lack of evidence as support for a positive claim about the truth of a conclusion. There is one situation in which doing this is not fallacious. If qualified researchers have used well thought out methods to search for something for a long time, they haven't found it, and it's the kind of thing people ought to be able to find, then the fact that they haven't found it constitutes some evidence that it does not exist. (sighs) I feel like I need to, oh... This is coming from writingcenter.unc.edu. I don't know if I'm going to get sued for doing this or reading that. But maybe I should have scrolled to the top. Or not even the top. What are fallacies? Fallacies are defects that weaken arguments. By learning to look for them in your own in others' writing, you can strengthen your ability to evaluate the arguments you make, read, and hear. It is important to realize two things about fallacies. First, fallacious arguments are very, very common and can be quite persuasive, at least to the casual reader or listener. You can find dozens of examples of fallacies of fallacious reasoning in newspapers, advertisements, and other sources. Second, it is sometimes hard to evaluate whether an argument is fallacious. An argument might be very weak, somewhat weak, Somewhat strong or very strong. An argument that is taken that has several stages or parts might have some strong sections and some weak ones. The goal of this is to teach you the goal of this handout then is not to teach you how to label arguments as fallacious or fallacy free, but to help you look critically at your own arguments and move them away from weak towards strong. <sighs> I don't feel like that, I'm, I'm trying to make it simple so that somebody in my frame of mind right now could understand it. <sighs> a fallacy is pretty much like, it's a truth in a truth put together to connect dots that aren't connecting, that don't logically connect. I don't even know where I was going with this. I literally got off on a squirrel and I am lost. I don't know if I should just pause and go back. <sighs> oh, I was talking about how like the duality. I I overthink everything. But is it overthinking to think something through critically? I just don't know. We're just going to change the subject. We're going to turn the car on, roll down the window and light a cigarette interesting fact i found out that see i don't know if i should be sharing this or if i'll get in trouble for sharing it or yelled at for sharing it i don't know why i would because are, are you not supposed to share things when you're going through what could be a spiritual awakening because when i ask anybody who says they've gone through a spiritual awakening anything they kind of tell me uh Like, oh, you'll figure it out, or, oh, I don't know, what's it mean? So is it breaking some rule or code of ethics if I share what I know and try to process it? Or will it lead you astray if I'm going down the wrong rabbit hole? What I'm going to say is test your spirits. Uh might be john 1 4. take what i say and see what's true or not but don't take it as gold i guess that's the best thing i can say but uh anyways one night uh, on a crazy adventure i don't feel like getting into the spirits told me I believe it was the spirits. It could have been myself. I don't know. I don't know I'll have to tell you about it sometime and you can tell me but I've been saying the spirits So that's what I'll say right now Is the spirits told me that cigarettes are not cigarettes They're torches Whatever that's to me. I've heard other people call them torches as well And then when I ask them about it, they don't tell me or they say I didn't say torch. I didn't say that or Oh, I don't remember saying that. <sighs> but I'm going to light my torch and see where things go. See, this is, this is the kind of thinking that I have all the time. This is why I thought I'd make a podcast out of it. Because I hope you're enjoying it, or at least learning from it. It feels, I, I'm I'm feeling better having talked about like, my thoughts, I, I feel better now. Like, I feel like I vented. And hopefully it can help somebody. It helped me, so it helped somebody. But hopefully if you listen to my podcast and you sat through this rambling, it can help you. I don't know how long I've been out here. I didn't look at the time, 565 seconds, I think that, yeah, 567 seconds now, since the beginning of the podcast, so, it's the longest episode I have, and I went into great detail of maybe nothing, or maybe a lot, or maybe not enough detail, I don't know, but I feel better, it might be time to just say thank you for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard or you're intrigued, be sure to like the podcast, follow it, subscribe, whatever it is on your streaming service. Uh, I am using rss.com. So it appears on a lot of things, but this is an RSS feed. Uh, The Life of a Young Struggling Schizophrenic. Thanks for listening, and tune in next time.